thing that you'll notice in this magazine is that we wanted to build a platform for voices from all different backgrounds. Um, we found traditionally in Kingston Publishing, when you look at um, the standard publications in the community, uh, you're seeing the same voices again and again and the same photographers again and again. And what we wanted to do was offer a platform for new voices and for voices from diverse backgrounds. Yeah, thanks Hannah for being on my podcast today. Uh, I just want to get some thoughts on your new magazine that you just launched recently within the last week or so. Thank you so much for having me, David. I really appreciate you promoting us today. Uh, Flipside Magazine is a alternative Kingston press with a focus in arts and culture. We launched on May 1st and we are doing bi-monthly issues available in both digital and print. Yeah, so what, uh, maybe talk about the first one, one of the issue and stuff and what people can expect to read about it. Of course. So in the first issue of the magazine, of course, we're taking a little bit of a sidestep to focus on COVID-19 and on current coverage. So we're looking at um, the story of a healthcare worker in Kingston and her experience nursing in um, the midst of COVID-19. And then our distance correspondent, uh, Tara Henley, is currently teaching in Japan. So she gave an expose on her experience living in Japan during COVID-19 as well. So that um, covers our first two feature stories. We also have a short story from a local author, Jen Jennifer Clare, who is being published later on this year. And her short story is called Lightning Children. Then we have a local writer, Ashley Clark, whose work has also appeared in Kingston East News and Kingston Life Magazine. And she has interviewed many Kingston businesses talking about local businesses in adaptation during COVID-19. From there, we also talk about some arts and culture um, including sustainability in a fast fashion world. And we follow Bon Eco Designs and local model Lily Storing, uh, talking about how to recycle materials like inner tubes from tires into handbags and corsets. We also have a few articles talking about adjusting during COVID-19, especially in regards to the education system and also how introverts are adjusting to having the online world flooded with extroverts now that um, everyone is at home. We also talk um, about acceptance versus awareness in this issue regarding autism. And we have an own voices piece from someone in that community who interviewed other uh, people who have autism. Um, and talking about Awareness Day for Autism and how it should be changed to Acceptance Day. And then we have some lifestyle pieces as well, talking about the pandemic and your diet, some Pride Month reading list words, and then we also have tarot horoscopes. Yeah, so like a lot of mixture of stuff that people can uh, just read. And oh, yeah. definitely. Um, Get the uh, is it available online? It's obviously you can't really go and uh, to pick it up. 
Yeah, so um, it's available both online and in print. If you go to flipside.com, sorry, flipsideygk.com, you can either order a digital copy, an ebook, a PDF, or you can order a print copy and it'll be shipped to you. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing uh, one of the, uh, like, uh, one of the visuals or format and stuff, like, uh, like a video or like uh, almost like a podcast version? Yeah, we are exploring different uh, format opportunities for the magazine. I think the important thing right now, because we've just had our first issue come out, is we want to build consistency with the formats that we already have available before we expand. Um, but that's definitely something to explore in the future, especially with all of the technology that's available for publishing right now. Um, the one thing that you'll notice in this magazine is that we wanted to build a platform for voices from all different backgrounds. Um, we've found traditionally in Kingston Publishing, when you look at um, the standard publications in the community, uh, you're seeing the same voices again and again and the same photographers again and again. And what we wanted to do was offer a platform for new voices and for voices from diverse backgrounds so that we could get a more well-rounded um, voice of Kingston. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I've been seeing, there's only been like one to two big magazines. The one I know, it's like, yeah. Now that doesn't really like showcase everybody in Kingston on your yeah. like a selective number. So it's good to have another one that would feature different businesses and like creatives and exactly. Thanks so much. Like uh like I did just find out how you how are you doing personally with all this? It's been like over like two months or three months now. Um so my normal nine to five job is working at the Italo-Canadian Club of Kingston as a communications officer. And um, before that, I have a history in marketing and communications as well as publishing. And so a lot of my work could be done from home, but the fact that my, uh, my workplace is primarily an event and food place means that they have to close up during the pandemic. Um, so I took this opportunity as a chance for us to really, um, to really kind of explore this idea of an alternative Kingston magazine for the first time because I was stuck at home. Um, so I thought that it would be a good chance to support the arts, especially because this year we're going to see a lot of arts and culture festivals, um, music, concerts, um, you know, the festivals where local artisans would normally be selling their wares. Even the local farmer's market has to move online right now. We wanted to create an opportunity for these artists to still be paid for their work, to still receive recognition in the community, um, and to really build up that community during a time when it's being torn down at all sides. So right now, what we're trying to do is we want to obviously continue to bring awareness to issues that are arising during COVID-19, but we also want to spread some joy because I think that's something that we need to see more of right now. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it's a good opportunity for smaller, I think the smaller events, we got 
like a small local events in like Kingston and like in other like small towns and stuff will probably fly more will be more popular because all the major events have been cancelled for the rest of the year pretty much so and yeah definitely so, like it's good to have another platform to promote them and stuff so. exactly and that's what we're hoping to do yeah. alright well thanks for joining me on today's podcast Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.